Men Fights Back Episode 39 Take Uno. I'm Rick James, bitch. Hello, everybody. Are we recording it? Yoko Ono. Who let you in? Oh, the same guy who let Dan Aykroyd in last time. Wait a minute. Somebody explain to me. Are we here to raise money for the starving children to Africa again? No, Ray. Oh, then are we helping out the homeless? Not exactly. Ray, we are here for the most important cause of all, our careers. I always slept through man. Now I need some of that farming and a bath. So do we by your wives oh no Got your throat clear there? I'm trying to. (laughs) All right, everybody. Welcome to Man Fights Back, episode number 39. This is is Eddie V. And this is Andrew V. And we are together without our crappy Skype connection this time. No, we're not together together. No. We're in the same room. Yes, we're in the same room. We're live on StickCam. You can check us out when we uh, do our shows. And uh, we like using that service. It's free. Price is right. Yeah, I like the new uh, opening montage. Oh, the uh, We Are the World parody? No, our theme music. <laughs> oh, oh well, oh, thanks. Yes, that's our new uh, theme music. Thank you to podcastthemes.com for the use of that. And uh, you can check it out. Actually, I got an email back from uh, Mark, who runs that site. Yeah. And uh, said thanks for letting him know we, we like that. And, uh, you know, good luck with the show and all that good stuff. Cool. So I did get a response back. All these people say you need to let us know when you use our stuff, and I do, and I never get any back. So 
that worked out well. So and he, So he cares. He does care. So that's a good thing. Um, let's see. What else is going on here? Oh, the opening clip that we had there, that was from, uh, for those of you who may be old enough to remember, the show In Living Color. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, that was actually what was that, that was from. Okay. And uh, so that was a parody based off the original mm. We Are the World. And the reason why I played that is because I just recently, during the Olympics, been bombarded with the new version of We Are the World. No, I haven't heard that yet. Oh, you haven't? No. Yeah. yeah. You're probably not missing anything. It's pretty interesting. I'm wondering. Well, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool concept to understand the idea, but, um, you know, that's already been done. Let's do something new. Yeah. You know, what is it with these, this generation or this, this uh, I don't know, decade or, or, or over a decade of lazy. just doing things over again? I don't get it. Let's do something yeah, cool. They're lazy. They can't come up with their own thing. I guess. So, But anyway, so yeah, the new We Are the World is aimed towards Haiti. Oh. So, there you go. So be we are the Caribbean. <clears throat> uh, something like that. I don't know. They have like a Wyclef, what is it, Wyclef Jean or whatever. Jean, I was, I was Gene. Gene, I don't know. Hell, I think he's, I think he's from Haiti. Yeah. And, uh, but anyway, so he's a horrible singer. So. Who did he, didn't he used to be in a group? He, uh, Wyclef, yeah, Wyclef. Wasn't it just called Wyclef? No, I think before then, before he went solo, I thought he was in a group. No. Hell, I don't know. But. Yeah. Anyway. important. I don't know, but anyway, I think it's a it's a great idea. But a Quin, it's Quincy Jones again, which Quincy Jones produced and organized the first one. Um, this time they actually used video of Michael Jackson. Oh, that's a cheat from the original one. Oh, yeah, tell me about it. Was he black back then? Um, a little bit. Yes, he was. Okay. He was a little bit more tan okay. than uh, than he was in his recent years, or what were his recent years, whatever. So anyway, so he's leaning more towards the burnt umber. Yes. Okay. More back to the uh, Thriller album. Oh, okay. Yeah, around then. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, what's going on? I don't know. All kinds of crap. Everything's going on. We've got so many news new stories here. We're trying to... Yeah, we do have a lot of stories. See if we can weed some of these out or get there quick, which some of them are pretty quick. They're just more informational than anything. Um, but, yeah, Valentine's Day. Woohoo! I worked. You worked? Well... For a little bit. I worked most of the weekend... <clears throat> Yeah, you had a bad weekend. Yeah. It started, of course, at 8 p.m. on Friday. That's when it always starts. And um, let's see, 8 p.m., let's see, Monday or Friday morning, 8 a.m., lasted all the way till Saturday morning, 6 a.m., basically, for me. And then. 22 hours of fun. Yeah. Then I got some sleep. And then uh, Sunday, a little bit of time. And then, uh, yeah, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. It was all the same problem, too. So, uh, HP networking. I don't recommend it. Yeah. Go Cisco. That's yeah. uh, we may obviously. To, we may have to de- dedicate a segment on your uh, horror story with HP. Yes. If anyone out there, you're in a business, I'm not going to get all technical about it, but, but I'm telling you, you get what you pay for when it comes to brand name, like yep. HP versus Cisco. And Cisco equipment, people see it. They see the name. It's on TV. It's on commercials during primetime television. Well, yeah, I have an HP uh, computer at home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. What people think. Well, they yeah. think it's not the same thing. I got an HP printer. Yeah, it, it works. It's a great printer. I mean, they make great printers. Yeah. I they should. just make crappy network gear. Yeah, exactly. But they I make mean, great servers. Yeah. And, and their <laughs> network gear is not bad. It just doesn't have the options and it doesn't have the support. The support is pretty lacking. Yes. So I have a horrible experience from it, but uh, we won't go into it. Maybe if we do a tech, tech news thing sometime. But anyway, that's why my weekend was ruined. Thank you, HP. <laughs> um, it wasn't ruined. It was good. We actually. Um, we went to Fresh Market, mm-hmm. picked up uh, some fillets, picked up some sushi. Cool. 
Um, we tried these really cool pizza chip uh, chip things there for appetizer with cream cheese. They were great. That sounds good. Um, Not after the pizza we just ate tonight. Uh, no. Thank you, no. Papa John's, for running out of thin crust. And Yeah, how does Papa John's crust? run out of thin crust? I don't know. That's ridiculous. That don't they ridiculous. make it? I think I'm going to call John. You're going to call John himself? Say, look, dude. You're going to call Papa John. Say, dude. Dude. Better I, ingredients, better pizza. What the hell about the crust? Yeah. Why can't I get a thin crust? That's ridiculous. All they had to, like you said, all they had to do was take a regular crust and roll it out. <laughs> so, no, it's all frozen. It comes in a truck and it's frozen crust and they throw it in the oven. Yep. That's it. So anyway, what did you guys do? Um, we went to, we took the kids to Benihana on Monday night. Benihana. Benihana. It was good. Oh. So we didn't do too much on Sunday, but. Cool. Did you watch NASCAR? I wanted to, but I was busy working. Working. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well. I, I heard they had a pretty big <clears throat> delay. Uh, yeah, they did. It was a ridiculous delay. It was over an hour, 40 minutes. Let's just say they did like, what the hell was that now? noise? Is that the fridge? Yeah, I think your refrigerator just kicked on off. Yeah, shit's going to blow up in my hotel room. The TV pops. Like, it does these random, and it sounds like electrical pop. It does these random pops when it's on. Um, but, uh, so anyway, yeah. We watched NASCAR. I saw the hour and 40 minutes. I don't know. It was almost two hours worth of delays with this pothole. That was on the on the track. How do they have a pothole on the track? Well, I guess it's been well. It's been raining a lot down in Florida. Yeah, and they got so much moisture that it seeped into the seams of the asphalt okay. on the track, and then it started to break apart when they were going over it. They're going over it, and then they tried these different epoxies, and those didn't work. And the first they they went through like three or four different formulas. God, the maintenance guy was pissed. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, I guess they're looking at repaving that track next year. Um, so they're already planning for that, but all the drivers are like, we don't want them to repave it because we like this track the way it is. Yeah. So when they repave it, it gets slippery and oh, and they have to, they learn it again. I mean, right. not everything stays the same. So these guys have been, a lot of these guys that are in the, in the NASCAR league have been racing this for a while, the same, mm-hmm. you know, track and format and everything else. So, but anyway, yeah, it was ridiculous. It, it was, should have ended at like four, probably like four o'clock, four thirty. It started at one, um, well, it, so I actually could have watched it then. Probably it didn't. It didn't end until after seven o'clock. <clears throat> so, wow! Yeah, it was ridiculous. And of course, at the end, there was all kinds of wrecks over and over. There's like two laps to go. They had a they wreck. Always have wrecks at the end anymore. And, but actually, you know what? I was very happy. It was great to see uh, Jamie. Uh, Jamie McMurray won the Daytona 500. He has. A, I don't think he's ever won a race. That's the one to win. Um, he switched teams this year. He had a lot riding on his shoulders. Uh, so is he batting for the other team now? Or no, oh. <laughs> no. He's driving for the other team. Only you, only you. <laughs> He's driving for the other team. Only you <laughs> would do this to NASCAR. Well, Jamie could be a girl now. <clears throat> yeah. No, he switched teams. He's got new sponsors. <laughs> um, <laughs> he's not bad for the other team. Um, he's driving for the other team. There, there you go. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he's um, he's uh, doing well. It's a good, good, obviously a great start to the season for him. Uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., my uh, favorite driver in the NASCAR series, came in second. He went from 10th. In, in less than a lap, he went from 10th place to second. Wow. Just Because of the wreck? Driving. No, just Jeez. by driving his butt off. So He drove the tires off that thing. He did. He did a good that job. Was my, that was my NASCAR reference. The, oh, that was very good. He drove tires off that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get it, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> go get them, boys. <laughs> Let's go racing. So, uh, speaking of cars, and actually, um, I'm a uh, happy Toyota owner. 
Yes, uh, you are. Toyota's in the NASCAR series. Yes. And uh, Toyota's been having some problems lately. Yeah, they have. And, uh, you know, I, I don't, I'm not going to get on my soapbox on this one right now, but they're kind of getting screwed, I think. You know, the government's wanting to bring them in front of Congress and all this other stuff. Well, the government and now, because they own GM, they're the biggest competitor, so they have the opportunity to... But it's an outrage. To, I mean, if it was a Chevy car, it wouldn't be an outrage. No. But it's an outrage yeah, for Toyota. got some problems. I actually went and got my oil changed last week, and when I was there, the guy said, hey, you got an extra 45 minutes. You know, we'll take care of these two campaigns that we have going on. I mean, I go, you mean the recalls? Yeah. He goes, yeah, we call them campaigns. <clears throat> yeah, so go figure. The well. gas pedal, and then the um, <clears throat> there was like an oil line recall or campaign that had just came out. So, you know, like it got me in, got me out, 45 minutes, done. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, no I was there anyway for an oil change. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of rotation. It's kind of one of those things. There's there's always ways to make things better. Sometimes they just don't know until after the fact. Although you know, the one thing I don't like about this is that they they had been going on for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I mean, even you you had problems or something, didn't you? And they said it was the floor mats. Yeah, there was a there were the initial thought was that the floor mats were sliding up underneath the the pedals, and my car's actually got the new floor mats in it would has they have clips that they clip them to the floor so when they got my oil changed you know when i was there before they looked at it because i asked them i said you know is anything going on with my car and they said now you're good you got the new floor mats All right and um they were kind of sticking with that story for a while until a family in texas actually died on i think christmas eve a uh, family of four lost control of their car went into the water um you know immediately they were thinking oh it's the floor mats well the floor mats were in the trunk uh, and I think that's what's kind of spurred the, this investigation with the uh, with the gas pedal and all that. From what I understand, it's just a small little piece of metal. Yeah, it's just a metal that it's a it's a shim mm-hmm. that goes into the uh, sp- there's a space in there, I guess, and it changes the compression of the spring and yeah, yeah. You know, they have to measure it. I seen it on TV. They went through and showed the whole thing. So um, hmm. it's unfortunate because I mean, you know, I mean, Toyota's. I'm, I'm I've been really happy with my car, and I, I'll content plan on continuing me, and I'll probably buy another Toyota. Well. Of course, but, um, I understand. I understand your point. The U.S. government is going to uh, well, they practically they're crucify own, them. Yeah, they because they can. Own. Right. So they're 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 going to. Well, it's a foreign automaker. Well, the last I heard is uh, the the Toyota powers that be said no, we're not going in front of Congress. Which good for them. I mean, they can provide yeah. the documentation and you know do everything else, but they don't do this to other people. And did they do this to um, um, what were the cars that used to blow up when you rear end them? Oh, uh, Pintos? Jamie McNamara's car? No. no. <laughs> no. Pintos, yeah. Was it Pintos? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. It's. I think it's unfortunate. Well, it <clears> sucks. <throat> yeah, it is. I, I agree. I mean, Toyotas overall, I don't think are bad cars. They've always had a good, good reputation for lasting a long time. And yeah. Keep your value. It's been reliable. Right. So, I like your car. I your drive tires cool. on my car. <laughs> good one. All right. 20, 25,000 miles a year and the thing keeps humming. <laughs> Um, I drove tires off my car. That's right. That's good. You do drive it like a NASCAR. I've been with you. You've gotten pulled over several times while I'm with you. <laughs> Jamie's behind me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I've gotten pulled over a few times. Yes, you have. <clears throat> Knock on wood. Only one ticket. Yep. And your and window I, tends too and dark. I de- and I deserved it. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to... Nah, your window tends too I'm dark. I'm not going to play that game. Well, that's what I hear. <laughs> <sighs> so last, <laughs> lastly... Um, <clears throat> heard some interesting news this morning i have not been able to verify this oh but uh we were in a meeting this morning and one of the gentlemen that was sitting at the table with us <laughs> um said that he heard that john mellencamp might be headed to washington oh i thought you were going to talk about the crab story no that was funny that was some funny shit that was pretty funny okay anyway go ahead <laughs> <I> just, 
from what I hear, John Mellencamp is going to Washington. Have you been able to validate this yet? I have not been able to validate this. I've looked on CNN. I've looked on the Indian. Let me check the Indianapolis thing. They said Fox. The, the, the person we talked to said Fox News. I tried WXIN, Fox out of Indianapolis. I think he said Fox and Friends. That's just like a syndicated show. Well, yeah, but it's on Fox. All right, let me see. Fox and Friends. Here, let's see if I can find something here. Fox and Friends, foxnews.com. Dot com. Yeah, Fox News. Although, you know, communist news as well. Let's see here. Foxnews.com. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing anything here. Breaking news. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. Next next uh, music segment, I'll do a little bit more digging, see if I can find anything. Hold on. Let's see. We can we can we can look this up. John Mellon. Right? Oh, I spelled it wrong. Yeah, I did that too when I first <laughs> when I was uh, uh, googling it. Damn. Ah, uh, here it is. Here it is. I found it. Really? Maybe we should play this clip real quick. You want to do it? Sure. I know we're not officially into our segments of news here, but uh, yeah. But you found it. I did find it, and uh, I think we have a video clip. <clears throat> Guess my googling is not. We're gonna try to do some more news clips anything. for you here. Cause let's see, is this a video clip? Um, no, it is not. Really? There's no video about this? That sucks. Anyway, um, yeah, speculation swirls around okay. potential Fox, Senate bed. So Fox and Friends is foxnews.com. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was like a local program. No, 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 no. Fox and Friends is a program on Fox News. Got it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but anyway, there you go. There. Did you find the story? No. No. It says uh, speculation swirls around potential Senate bed by rocker John Mellencamp. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the funny joke about it was that he couldn't smoke in the uh, That's Senate. <laughs> so, his son was trying to get him to quit by getting a million followers or something. I wonder how that ever worked out. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, he has a really good drummer with him, though. Kenny Aronoff, man. That guy rocks. That guy, uh, he uh, played on a friend of mine's CD, actually. So, pretty interesting. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Uh, John, Mellencamp, uh, John Mellencamp, the iconic rocker made famous by his songs about growing up in a small town, may be ready to move to the big city. <clears throat> Speculation is swirling that the liberal Mellencamp may put down his guitar and run for the U.S. Senate seat by uh, being vacated by Evan Bayh. The Indian Democrat announced Monday that he will not seek election to a third term in November, which I just heard about that. You know what scares me? People people vote for him just to vote for him. Well, yeah, because he's an entertainer. (laughs) doesn't mean he knows jack about politics or about how to run a country. Um, Yeah, look at Jesse Ventura. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's a great musician. He's a he's an artist. The both, well, even Jesse Ventura, he was a he was an actor, mm. um, wrestler, the wrestler. He's a good wrestler. Yeah, I mean, you know, I like the guy's movies. He was great in uh, Terminator, uh, Pre- Predator. No, Predator, yeah, yeah, Predator. And um, but yeah, well, look at Terminator. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He's governor of California. I mean, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, these guys don't know anything um, about Sonny Bono. Sonny Bono. Yeah, he was. I think he was more. I don't know. I don't know. I think he, I think he educated himself on it. I don't know. Yeah, I think the trees but, were out to get him. Yeah. Well, they were, and they and did. Uh, he's yeah, he's done. And his then his daughter turned into a man. I don't know. Or or his boy turned into a woman, wasn't it? Their their daughter, Jamie Char- Bono, Charity, oh. or something like that. Jamie. <laughs> oh, damn it! What is your thing with Jamie McMurray? Uh, just because I said he switched teams. Now you're on this kick. That I'm just he switched. Asking. You know. Which uh, <clears throat> tools? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, I think uh, uh, their their son turned uh, into a woman here recently. Hmm. Uh, Sonny and Cher's uh, son. Yeah, 
So now he switched teams. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he's, that's called switching teams. Throw the wheels off that thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brother. So anyway, liberal uh, John Cougar Mellencamp may be running for the Senate to uh, take over Evan Bayes' vacated spot. Yeah, so, believe it when I see it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he'll make it. I don't know. The guy's the guy's interesting. That's for sure. But uh, I'm not going to support him. I'm sorry. He's a great musician. Obviously, he's done some things for himself. Doesn't mean he can run a country. Anyway. Well, it's not like he's going for president. Well, I know. But, I mean, all these decisions end up somewhere. Yeah, I know. And all together as a collective whole. I'm so. just giving you a hard time. I know. That's, that's okay. So, anyway. All right. Ready to move on? Or do you have more? Do you want to talk about this? Because I found the article. I'm done. Are you done? I'm Are you done. sure? Yeah. Okay. And Papa John's ran out of thin crust. Bastards. Damn it. Um, would you like to tell the... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> no. We won't go into that. The I crab story? The crab story. Oh, <laughs> uh, what were we talking about today in the meeting? Oh, at the meeting, at the, at the end of the meeting today, um, I think the subject of lice got brought up. Yes. And, you young know, kids getting licensed <laughs> school. Young kids getting licensed school and everything. Right. And this dude at the other end of the table said something about it. he goes anybody in the military and we're all kind of like nope nope guess you were and uh <laughs> well i forget exactly what he said but he said something like he goes oh yeah you know uh somebody somebody or the, my barracks got, got crabs and you know we were saying what the whole uh, barracks have to clear out and, it, so. <laughs> and, and they they give you this blue stuff and so, That's right. and, and, so and then my, you my go question so, was, so so did you get rid of them <laughs> did you get rid of the crabs Oh. And a hush falls over the crowd. He didn't answer. He did not answer. No. So he never said. I think his little story backfired. <laughs> I think it did. Uh, that's a good way to uh, kind of be there. Move the business forward. Oh. That's a good way. <laughs> Making friends, <laughs> <laughs> calling them out in front of everybody. That's right. I mean, it's one of those obvious things. Everybody probably pretty much figured. Yeah, he must have got him. But yeah, you had to. You just had to ask. <laughs> you just had to say it. He seemed like the type of guy. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, oh well. Um, speaking of crabs, let's go into our uh, music break with Brother Love. Uh, with uh, yeah, we found this uh, music alley song. Uh, with, I like Brother Love. With uh, yeah, Brother Love with a minimum. Um, our first music break is going to be by a band called Brother Love with a song called Summertime right off Summertime. the mu- music alley here on Man Fights Back.
All right, there you go. Technical difficulty. Oh, there we go. There. Whoops. I don't know what the hell happened. All right. Anyway, we're having all kinds of problems with our main fights back studio PC lately. I don't know what's going on. I think it's time for a rebuild. It's Windows. I think it's time for a rebuild. Uh, anyway, there you go. Brother Love with Summertime here on Man Fights Back. Uh, appreciate I like, them. I like Summer Hair. <laughs> Summer Ham? Yeah. What's that? It's, it's a weave. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, then. Some, yeah. That, yeah some, what is it? Some of mine, some of hers, some of hair. <laughs> some of time. <laughs> What's the summertime? I don't know. Um, uh, anyway, so this moves on into our segment that everyone loves. I know it's your favorite. Especially this week. Yeah. Speaking of crabs, <clears throat> fortune cookie message of the week. Exotic dancer, get applause. Carl, call girl, just to get clap. <laughs> there. That's what it meant, really. Did you get that? I did. Okay. All right. Good deal. All right. Moving on, let's get into our national news here on Man Fights Back. Speaking of crabs. Yeah. Really crabs. <laughs> Real crabs. <laughs> Deadliest catch, Captain Phil Harris dies after a recent stroke. That's too bad. Uh, yeah. He'd been battling uh, a lot of different, well, a lot of different heart problems over the last, I don't know, year or two and, and the bearing seas and uh yes and uh him and his sons uh ran the boat Ca- uh, cornelia marie on the uh, discovery channel show delay's catch uh died at age 53 um he actually was in an induced co- uh, coma for a while um wow well so he didn't die instantly then well no he no he didn't he was in an induced coma to uh because they were afraid that he was going to have a stroke okay and so they and then he came out of it, and then um, uh, let's see here. Yeah, he was. Here we go. Uh, according to this article at uh, LA Times blogs dot Times dot com, so the LA Times, uh, Harris was based out of Seattle. Suffered the stroke during an offload of crab. He was found unconscious in a stateroom. Was airlifted to Anchorage for twelve hours of surgery. Then placed in a medically induced coma. He showed signs of improvement last week, squeezing, squeezing his hands and even telling his doctors and nurses in his signature gruff style to not screw things up. Actually, the quote was, don't F up, is what he told him. Jeez, that, that sounds like <laughs> so, Captain Phil. Um, so anyway, um, but uh, yeah, it, it, he's been on here for a while. and, and uh, But anyway, he was, yeah, let's see. Delhi's Catch Falls, uh, several crews working on the Bering Sea during the, uh, the area's crab fishing seasons. Harris, a fisherman for 32 years, was co-owner of the Cornelia Marie, which he'd captained for 18 years. Um, I wonder who his other owner is. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. The bank. Yeah, yeah maybe. Uh, but anyway, that's uh, that's a bummer news, man. I, I liked him. I thought he was a, I thought he was a good guy, and his, and his boys seemed to. Yeah, he was pretty entertaining. Oh yeah, yeah. So they, I could tell they had a really good respect for their dad and had a good really like a good relationship, even though they always didn't they didn't always get along. But uh, but anyway, it was a great it was a great entertainment. So I hope they keep going. I hope the boys pick up pick up the boat. Somebody else captains it. Murray, I think there was a guy named Murray that was capturing it, captaining it, captaining, uh, captaining it 
for a while when he was on a little hiatus for one season when he was having his first round of heart problems. So, but anyway, and uh, other heart news: Bill Clinton as well. Was, Speaking of crabs, yeah, <laughs> I could do this all night. This is, a, this is a whole crab show, isn't it? Uh, I think we're done after this. Where you think we're done after this? Uh, I don't think I got any more crab jokes. Oh, darn it. Um, but yeah, um, Bill Clinton uh, leaves hospital after a heart procedure. Um, according to CNN New York, former President Bill Clinton left the hospital Friday morning after doctors performed a procedure to restore blood flow in one of his uh, coronary arteries. Longtime friend uh, Terry McC- McAuliffe, whatever, told CNN, Clinton, 63, was hospitalized at New York Presbyterian Hospital's Columbia campus after experiencing brief periods of discomfort in his chest over several days. Restore blood flow to what? Um, penis. <laughs> uh, according to Dr. Alan Schwartz, <laughs> I see your Schwartz is bigger than mine. Uh, the hospital's chief cardiology. That's a great movie. Uh, yes, the classic. Uh, two stents were used to restore blood flow to the uh, penis artery Thursday after, or I'm sorry, coronary artery Thursday after images revealed that a bypass graft, part of a quadruple bypass surgery that Clinton underwent in 2004, was blocked. Speaking of penis. Yes. Yeah, that is my son's (laughs) favorite funny word now. Oh, no. So we're driving home from dinner Monday night, and I kept hearing penis, penis, penis. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's great when kids learn new words. Yes. They like to repeat them over and over. Yes. And you tell them to stop. and it Makes them do it more, so you just got to ignore them and try course, not to laugh. Of course. Oh, brother. So uh, there we go. Good old Bill Clinton, which is interesting because we have some information coming up on Bill here later in the show. So you have to stay tuned because we have Excuse our me. no agenda. Are you talking? You're yawning over here. Am I boring you? No, I'm you full. you have something better to do? I I'm mean, full. You're sitting in a, we're sitting in Elkhart, Indiana in a hotel. I know. You have something better to do no. other than sleep? No, I'm full. I no. eat too much. I eat too much uh, pizza, and all the blood's it's going the, to my belly. It's the crust. We yeah. didn't get the thin crust. I know. Um, so anyway, uh, we have some more interesting interesting news with our no agenda clip from the week, or no agenda news clip for this week um, from show 172, I believe. Uh, but anyway, stick around, listen to that. And we'll we'll get to that here in just a little while. So we had some tragedy in the Olympics already. Yes, we did, and I actually have some. Uh, I have some video on this, but, um, but yeah, did you see that? Did you see this on TV? I did. Um, no, it's, it's hard to watch. What, what's it? Nodar? Nodar? I can't even. Kamu, Maritza Shavali? Uh, Luge. The Luger. Um, Luge. Luge. Luger? L- yeah. <laughs> Luge. Luger? He's Luger. a Luger. He, he ran the tires off that thing. Um, no, actually, it was unfortunate. Uh, death that, that crash was crazy it was pretty yeah it was pretty bad nbc played the video over and over so, yeah, and it's wrong i was like okay i we, actually tried to find it out. i had a hard time finding it because really everybody pulled it oh wow that was horrible i mean you just see it and you hear it oh god that was bad yeah uh but anyway if you didn't know on the last turn of the luge course luge <laughs> course in uh vancouver the olympics um the loser Ran up the curb, hit the cur- hit the turn wrong at 90-something plus miles an hour. He's flying. And uh, went up over the wall into a metal beam, support beam for the uh, building or the structure. <clears throat> and uh, pretty much, I think he died on impact. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. So those guys don't really have a lot of protective gear on. They got a helmet. That's about it. 
Well, what kills me is I don't understand why there wasn't a barrier there to begin with. I mean, it looked like a dangerous area anyway. Yeah, there's a lot of metal and everything. There's tons of these support beams there. And uh, I don't know. It was just nuts. Poor design. Yes, very poor design. And we have some video here that was a reaction from uh, Jacques uh, Roge, I believe, uh, who is president of the Olympics. This is ITN Sports Clip, right off of YouTube.com. Sorry, it's a bit difficult to, to remain composed. This is a very sad day. Uh, the IOC is in deep mourning. Here you have a young athlete who lost his life in pursuing his passion. He had a dream to participate in the Olympic Games. He trained hard, and he had this fatal accident. I have no words to say what we feel. We have been phoning and contacting the National Olympic Committee of Georgia. We have had contact with the family. I just had a phone call with the President of the Republic, who is also attending the Games here in Vancouver. And we are taking all actions to be able to show our sympathy to the athletes. We have acted upon the news of this accident at this stage the international federation is liaising with its own officials and own team leaders there will be a meeting with team leaders in this respect but i have no further news on that Carlos. Hmm. wow uh according to the article that i found on this uh this is from the associatedcontent.com um People are obviously looking to blame others. There's some are saying it's his inexperience. Yeah, everybody's pointing fingers. Well, yeah. he, I guess he talked to his dad like the day of or something and said the track scared him. Yeah, he said he was uh, scared in practice and and uh, it was the fastest track he'd ever been on. It's yeah, I think it is the fastest track. Yeah. So I don't know, but uh, regardless, it's still a tragedy and it's too bad. Too bad to see, um, especially you know. He's probably sacrificed a lot in his life, and so it was his parents to to be there. So yeah, and uh, gave his life for an Olympic sport. Yeah, I just don't. That's just too bad. So uh, anyway, so moving on here. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I could do that. I saw this. I'm like, I'm looking at that, and I'm like, wow. Yeah. It's well, cool. yeah. At the beginning, they're going kind of slow, and then all of a sudden, by the time they're, they're done, man, they're like flying. bullets. Oh yeah. And I imagine those blades on those sleds have got to be sharp. And they're actually flat. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're flat like this. Oh, wow. I saw one dude fly off his sled, and he ended up back on it somehow. Like, he wrecked wow. halfway through the course. Like and he, he meant to do that. He was sliding, and then he was back on it all the <laughs> way to the end. It was, it was the craziest thing I ever saw. Um, but uh, anyway, we have, some more, uh, we have some more news clip here. I don't know what this says, but I have not... I have not... Uh, Look, I have not previewed this video, but I'm going to go ahead and play it for you. Actually, this story here is about uh, Kevin Smith. You know who Kevin Smith is, right? Yeah, great director. Yeah, well, I don't say he's... Uh, Clerks was... Or Clerks 2 was one of his better movies. Oh, he but, said a bunch of other stuff. Oh, I know, but Clerks, he was in... Well, he he was in Clerks. Yeah, that was, was kind of uh, where he got and made his break. Silent Bob. Silent Bob. And uh, then he did Clerks 2. Um, he also starred in... Um, or he didn't star in, but he uh, played a part in the latest Die Hard movie, the Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
Let's see. What else? I mean, he's done all kinds of things. He's done some independent yeah. film stuff and, and everything else. But anyway, he, um, according to news, allegedly Southwest Airlines uh, t- kicked him off a plane because he said he was too fat to sit in a seat. It seems not that big. Oh, I guess his weight's gotten out of control. Wow. But he had, um, he had his armrest down, so he can't be that big. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know how big he is or how much he weighs these days. But... Um, uh, according to Associated Content, again, actually, I found the story there. Um, Southwest flight captain deems Smith to be a safety risk. <laughs> Film director and actor Kevin Smith reported on Twitter today, that he had, and this was from February 14th, that he had flown into Oakland, California on a Southwest flight and had just boarded another Southwest flight heading from Oakland to Burbank. So he had already flown once. He had already been on one plane. Uh, prior to takeoff, a flight attendant approached Smith and told him that Captain Layseth uh, had deemed him to be a safety risk and was asked to disembark before takeoff. There's got to be something more to this. I would think there would be. According to Smith's tweets, Southwest uh, Southwestern apologized for taking him off a flight, offered him a $100 voucher for a future Southwestern flight, and put him on a later flight to Burbank. The captain of the flight apparently did not feel that Smith was a safety risk. Um, Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, some of his movies, uh, best known for his portrayal in Silent Bob and, and six of his movies. Clerks, Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Mall Rats, Dogma, started. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, and Clerks 2. He has written and directed a total of eight movies, including The Six Above. Smith was also heavily involved in producing Goodwill Hunting, hmm. uh, which I did not know that. I didn't oh. know that either. So anyway, while uh, Kevin Smith's exact weight is not publicly known, Smith laminate, uh, limited to Los Angeles Times in October of 2008 that his weight had gotten out of control and he spoke of breaking a toilet because of his size and needed to take some time off to get his weight under control before he had major health issues. So he, he admitted okay. he broke a toilet Wow, because of his weight. But uh, anyway, that's pretty crappy. Um, I bet you they're regretting that now. But uh, here's some video. I don't know. This is off of uh, Fox, um, the Fox network here with... Uh, the road show with the buzz clip on director Kevin Smith. This is Elizabeth Hopkins. From his Southwest Airlines flight over the weekend by a pilot who says, by a pilot who says his, he didn't fit properly in his seat. Well, Southwest says its customer of size policy requires travelers have to be able to fit safely and comfortably into one seat or make other arrangements. Now, upset over the incident, Smith took to his Twitter page saying, I'm fat, I'm way fat, but I'm not there just yet. After a flurry of backlash from Kevin Smith fans, Southwest issued an apology from their own Twitter account and then called the actor, offering him a $100 credit. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, he lamb-blasted him on Twitter. Really? Oh, yeah. Flight, but he ended up as a standby passenger in order to catch an earlier flight, and it was there was only one available. Smith insisted that he was still able to put both armrests down and buckle his seatbelt, which is Southwest standard. So, what do you guys? Yeah, think? I was going to say that's what I don't. Well, if he can put the armrest down, if he's not on top of other people, and he can still buckle his seatbelt, what seems to be the problem? Well, here, here's my question: Why was why was he put on standby? Did he put himself on standby? I don't know. Well, it's kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Number one. Um, he does normally buy two seats, though. Right. So I guess um, we don't know if he two, does that. Number, number two, two he eventually made it to Burbank on Southwest right. after he got booted off this original right. flight. But it's not clear from what we've all read right. 
as to how he made it. Yeah. Well, it's possible that they put him on another flight that did seats. have two seats. Yeah, yeah, and maybe that's possible. I mean, I don't know, you know. I mean, listen, I, I, I'm going to get in trouble for this, but I think we've all sat next to some people who have been... Um, Overweight? You know, who have been Fat? Been, Just say it. And it is... He's trying to be PC. ...uncomfortable for those who sit next to them to try to be comfortable who pay the same amount of money for a ticket. And yeah, well, Shalimar had to practically sit on my lap, which I didn't mind, on the way back from Denver because uh, this fat dude next to her um, oozed over into her space. It's not good when you ooze. No. I mean, it's ridiculous. And this dude wasn't that big. He was just, you know, and he was an ass anyway. He was he was treating the staff like crap. Um, he was just being a pain in the ass anyway. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, there there are situations like that. And I don't like it. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe they need to make bigger seats. Yeah, they're trying to cram everybody in. Well, of course, they need all the money they can get. Let's see what else those, do you know, People who are obese have rights. And, they and, do. And they do. Fine. But, you know. You know, I've been on flights Sometimes where there have been problem. screaming babies, too, where people oh, are yeah. munching on their food or they, you know. People haven't showered. People haven't showered. Safety, you know, to me. Yeah. And and I know there there have been situations where, you know, people have been asked to move from the right. back of a plane to the center of a plane right. or to use um, two seats. I right. do know that it tends to be policy of the airline that if you, if you, have bought one seat, but then uh, there there's some free space, and, and they can put you on a flight with that have two seats that has two seats that they'll go ahead and do that. So well, you know, see, I don't understand why. Yeah. Okay. Well. Anyway, there you go. There's the mumbo jumbo. Yeah. I. I don't know. I. I, I you have to look at his Twitter page, though. I mean, he it, was. Was he pretty bad? He was pissed. Well, I'm sure he was. I would have been pissed too. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, if he could, if he could, uh, put on his seatbelt. And he was follow. It sounds like he followed their policy, mm-hmm. and there's no reason why he should have been kicked off the plane. Yep. And obviously they know they made a mistake, but I wonder if they're just saying that because they know who he is now, or mm, possibly. I mean, was he riding coach? I mean, a guy like this, a high profile. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been riding in first class. First class. Yeah, that's a good point. So I don't know. There's a lot of unknowns yet to the story. Yes. But uh, hmm. I bet you he'll do some like undercover movie on this now. <laughs> some Kevin Smith undercover report. He'll need to bring Jay back. He'll need to like sober oh, him geez. up and get him off the dope and get him back. <laughs> Good luck with that one. Yeah. That dude was nuts. Um, so anyway, I like Kevin Smith. I don't know. He's funny. Are you kidding me? Did the stream crap out? Mm, I don't think I'm watching it. Are you watching it? You're on it? Oh, no. It just locked up. It just locked up. Go figure. I'm telling you what. What is it with the, the internet connection stuff lately? We've had a hell of a time with Skype. Stick cam. This isn't the first time it's done this. No. Oh, well. Okay. Well, I'm we'll not, keep I'm going. I'm not downloading anything or anything, man. Yeah, it's you. You're downloading no. this crap. Anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, <clears throat> moving on. Um, you've but, heard. Are these two stories related? Yes, they are. Okay. There's two articles here, um, which I guess we could probably move one of them. But no, uh, actually, the, the second one probably needs to be before the first one. Yeah. The second one needs to be before the first one. Yeah, that's okay. okay. We that's okay. I just moved it around. Well, because it was um, the first one's three dead. Yeah, in this, shooting, this lady shot a bunch of coworkers. Yes, and then uh, because she didn't get tenure. 
Is that what it was? Yes. Okay. She's a professor um, in Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, she was uh, a professor. I forget what the name of the school is. Uh, let's see here. She is a PhD, I believe, a doctor. Uh, University of Alabama. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. University of Alabama. Wow. She looks pretty rough. Her uh, mugshot there. She looks pretty mad. <laughs> she looks something. She oh, looks yeah. nutty. Uh, Huntsville, Alabama, on Friday, uh, the city of rocket scientists and brainy inventors was stunned when a neuroscientist with a Harvard PhD was arrested Harvard. in the shooting deaths of three of her colleagues after she was denied tenure. What kind of gun did she use? I have no idea. Actually, I think somebody said it was a Glock. It was a, Glock, a 9 millimeter, I believe. Yeah. I said I heard 9 millimeter handgun. But okay. Allegedly, she shot her colleagues because we don't know for sure. She hasn't been convicted of this crime. That's true. Um, but anyway, uh, there's also speculation that she may have fatally shot her brother in 1986. No, there's no speculation. There isn't? She did do it. Oh, I thought it was unsolved. No. They they knew it was a mystery. They knew that um, it was an accident of some sort, but it was it really was never put together of how it happened. Okay, but I don't think there's any denying that she didn't. Sh- she shot him. I think it was supposedly an accident. Oh, but, really? Yeah. Ooh. My understanding is she shot him. Wow, that's not cool. Um, and not only that, but there's allegations that um she has been questioned or that there's allegations that she's had something to do with pipe bombs oh jeez that were sent to co- uh to a colleague of <clears throat> Dr. Bishop's at Children's Hospital in Boston nice and i also heard that there was some questions surrounding some pipe bombs that were put in mailboxes at the University of Alabama as well wow yes so this woman is she needs to be taken off the streets she's certifiable Nuts. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> yes. If she did all this, if she, if she allegedly, you know, she's allegedly done all these things or, or is accused of them. Um, if she really did do all this stuff, she is insane. So. Um, Are we streaming again? I don't know. Are we? Uh, let me check. I'm going to have to look. No. It's it's all locked up on here. Hmm. I can't. I, I, I hate this. I can't believe this happened. My page. Let's see if we can go live again. Go live. Stickham's been great. I don't know why it locks up now. Um, we've had this problem last time where I think we were doing the show. I think the only thing that really solved it was a reboot. So we may have to take a music break and then get the stream yeah, back We're due up. for one anyway. Are we? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it's pretty crazy. I'm sure everybody's heard about this. Um, it's been all over the news. But... Um, it's like, man, now, and, and now I've heard the students are coming out going, we don't feel safe at school and we all want to carry guns. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, um, you know, and it, it leads us into the like, uh, gun control stuff, which, uh, we'll, we'll play you a clip of, uh, some gun control information for you here, uh, when we get down with our uh, next music break. So, uh, we played this band last week and we're, or last episode and, uh, we're going to play this one again. Uh, I really like this, uh, Adam Woodall band. Uh, found them on Music Alley. You can check them out. Uh, there's a link to their uh, music in the show notes or their page. Uh, you can buy their music. I think you can download it too for free. But Pod Safe Music, it's great. Uh, the name of the song from them is On My Way Home, Solid Roots Rock, here on Man Fights Back. I'm an astronaut in a tin can 
I want a bread science man Hope to see my family again Yes, I'm on my way home Yes, I'm on my way home And I'm a man who lives under the freeway I can't remember the right way And I wonder when I go Yes, I'm on my way home Yes, I'm on my way
There you go. That was a very abrupt ending. Yeah, it's a different different ending there. But uh, that was the Adam Woodall Band with uh, On My Way Home, Solid Roots Rock, here on Man Fights Back. Uh, check them out on Music Alley. I don't get the Solid Roots Rock thing. I don't either. They did that on the last title. Their last song that we did was like Groovin' Four on the Floor, Solid Roots Rock. Maybe that means what's album, the, the name of the album is. Oh. I don't know. Could be. That's my that's my guess. Uh, hey, I, I, you know, I have some question for you. I kind of skipped this. Um, Valentine's Day, right? Mm-hmm. I got some Dove chocolate, dark chocolate hearts. Ooh, dark chocolate. Yes, I love those things. I like dark chocolate. Um, and it has some these Martha Stewart uh, ideas for Valentine's Day inside the wrapper. It's kind of like a fortune cookie. Yeah, that actually, actually, it's <laughs> funny because I did find chocolate covered fortune cookies with love messages in them Ooh. that you could buy, but I didn't know if they'd be any good. So I was like, well. If they suck and she doesn't eat them, she'll never get the love message. So then I'm screwed because it made something really good, you know. Um, so anyway, like give your fiance, fiance. A, a naked back massage or something to that effect. That'd be fun. Um, anyway, uh, inside the Martha or inside the Dove chocolate wrapper here, it has a gather friends for a Valentine's Day movie party. Hmm. That's what Martha Stewart suggests. And the movies he playing at Martha's house on I've, Valentine's Day. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, let's see. I've got another one here. Here we go. To prep roses, cut stems underwater at 45-degree angle. <laughs> I knew you were supposed to cut them at a 45-degree angle. I don't understand why you do it underwater. <laughs> uh, because I think it opens up the, um, oh, whatever you call them, veins that the, the water. Gonna, you're going to open it up if you cut them anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah. But, but they, um, actually, you know, I take that back, though. If you try to do it above water, they fly everywhere. Yeah. Well, there you go. Good point. Uh, let's see. You have another one. The last one here that I've so far that I've kept that I've eaten. So you've had a Coke, a bunch of pizza and 15 pieces of chocolate. Yeah, you're <laughs> I haven't had 15. I've got three. Three. Um, Rose colors send a message. Right? I think we all know this one. This one's kind of a stupid one. Uh, red equals love. Right. Yellow equals friendship. Right. You didn't get your wife yellow flowers did you no did you get her any flowers no you suck <laughs> she's not a big she's not a real flower person <laughs> oh really we didn't we didn't really celebrate the made-up holiday of valentine's it is Day. it is totally a commercialized <clears throat> over pumped we spent time with our family monday evening yes it's, so it was a belated valentine's day dinner for all of us i just yeah well i just never had uh, i never heard of gathering your friends at your house for a valentine's day movie party Never I guess all your single friends. I guess. I don't know. Pretty interesting. So I don't think we'll be doing that anytime soon. Um, so anyway. You didn't tell me those are dark chocolates, by the way. I, I offered them to you. Like, I know. No, 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 I didn't no. think you were a dark chocolate kind of person. No. I love it dark. Speaking of dark chocolate, Sade. She was on the cover of the USA um, Today. Today She was. She was on page one. But and she's how, actually on page 12B. And how old did it say she is? 51 years old. She does not look 51. No, she does not. At all. Nope. So. I need her secret to uh, good looks because she looks younger than me. 
and I'm 20 years younger than she is. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Sade, aka Sade Adu, 51, um, is uh, her and her bandmates are they have released a new album, hmm. and this one is called Soldier of Love. Didn't she have a song called Soldier of Love? She did. Ah, and uh, which is pretty interesting. So I have to check it out because I am a huge Sade fan. I've been to uh, at least one of her shows. Um, I've got some of her music. It's good, uh, good Sunday music. Yeah, it's, you know, it's uh, yeah, smooth operator from the eighties. That was yeah. a, that was a huge. That was a big That's still one. a good song. That was like her breakthrough in uh, nineteen eighty four, which I think was on the album Diamond Life. Um, that was a great album. All of her albums are great. Are you, you know, a there's fan or are you a stalker? <laughs> I'm not a stalker. <laughs> Even though I, when I was like seven years old, I said I was going to marry her. Um, but no, I'm not a stalker. I know her address. I know She's where she lives. Old enough to be your mom. I know her phone number. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but anyway, no, I really like her music. I, I actually, being a musician, I like to practice to certain things, and Sade is one of them. Their bassist is really good. And uh, I play bass. I play drums. Their drummers, their percussionists are excellent. Their music is just excellent. So, I don't know. But anyway, uh, they've had, uh, let's see. Subsequent less frequent albums, Promise in 1985, Stronger Than Pride 1988, Love Deluxe in 1992, and Lover's Rock in 2000. Uh, that was a great, that was a good one. That was a pretty neat one. So anyway, uh, check it out. First week sales. Um, let's see. Billboard projects the new album will make its debut at number one with the first week of sales of 375,000 to 400,000 400,000 copies. They're predicting that to be number one. She's been off the radar for a, uh, a while. According to the site that I looked at earlier, she is number one. Wow. So That's they, pretty impressive. It, it has been released, I believe. Hmm. So anyway, check it out. Jade. I was totally stoked when I saw that. I was like, well, cool. you got some. You got some iTunes uh, cards for Christmas, right? For Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yes. I did. I got a $25, val- or a $25 uh, iTunes card. There you go. Hopefully she's on iTunes. Oh, if the album's out, it's on iTunes. Oh, okay, cool. They have everything. I'll check it out. Sweet. So anyway, just a heads up for all you Sade fans. If the only thing they don't have are those damn Kids Bop CDs. That kids you, Bop. You probably don't. You, you don't see those on the cartoon thing. It's it's these no. kids who take popular music and they 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 uh, euthanize it. Oh, really? Oh, great. <laughs> Literally. It's kind of like the Miley Cyrus fail clip. No, it's no, it's it's uh, it's like sing along time with Smash oh. Mouth. Oh, brother! Yeah, e. and then they they push it on TV. Not available in stores. Well, it shows up on iTunes about six months later. So, oh, you're kidding? Yeah, Ian has a couple of them. Nice. They kind of make your ears bleed a little. Yeah. bit. Yeah, well, I tell him to go upstairs and let's do it in this room. Yeah, there you go. Fixes that problem. Uh, speaking of problems, um, we're gonna move on into our. Technology news here. Yes, technology equals problems. Yes, always. Uh, let's see. Technology okay. news. Sorry. Yeah, had, problem. I had a text message. Yes. <laughs> um. Anyway. Um. Sorry. Technology news. Um. According to BBC News, uh, sat nav devices fake big errors <clears throat> as solar activity rises. Fake or face? Uh, what's that? Do they fake big errors or face big errors? No, face. I said oh, face, I didn't I? you said fake. No. Sat nav devices face <laughs> big errors as solar activity rises. Um, researchers say the sun is awaking after a period of low activity, which does not bode well for world ever more dependent yes. on satellite Mr. navigation. Mr. Sun has morning breath. 
Yes. Morning. I can't talk. Morning. Breath. I can't either. So uh, the sun's irregular activity, which, you know, I'm a regular every now and then. I just need a good pick me up. Uh, the sun's regular activity can wreak havoc on the on the uh, weak Satnav signals we use. Uh, the last time the sun reached a peak act- in activity, uh, satellite navigation was barely a consumer product. Uh, I think I remember this. Do you remember a while back when we experienced some really, like, cell phones were just going offline? Pagers. Pagers, yeah. It was back in the 80s. We had lots of problems with pagers because of solar flares. I thought it might have been the 90s or something. Yeah, maybe it was the 90s. Yeah, it probably was the 90s. Yeah, I don't know why I'm thinking 80s. Yeah, it would be in the 90s. Yeah, I think it was the 90s. Yeah, because I think my... Um, I had a pager from Indiana Paging Network that was on 400 megahertz versus 900 megahertz. It was the older technology. I didn't have the problems, but all the people with the new pagers uh, yes. had the problems. I remember you telling me about that? this, yes. I and mean, you and I are both uh, amateur ham radio operators. Yep, and so. sunspots are usually good. Yeah, sunspots are good for us because um, it helps us talk to people all over the world. Uh, when the sunspot cycles are low... You can't talk to anybody. No, so... Um, so anyway, this will be interesting for GPS to see how it uh, reacts because GPS is getting pretty dependent anymore uh, between shipping. Oh, God, they're know, everywhere. Yeah. Uh, phones even have it. In. I mean, cell phones. Um, they build roads with GPSs now. They put GPS receivers. They put two on the blades of the um, uh, bulldozers. Oh, really? And uh, Oh, yeah. I went to a whole seminar about this a couple of years ago. When hmm. I first started where I'm working now, right. I sat in on this thing, and they literally put these super high-accurate um, uh, GPS receivers on these poles. If you look at bulldozers now that are doing roads, they have these big poles that come up off the blades. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you'll see the white domes on the top. They're GPSs. Right. And they are accurate to, like, within a fraction of an inch. Oh, my and God. of latitude, longitude, and altitude. Oh, wow. And basically the blade steers itself. Oh, that's cool. So all the guy has to do is drive the thing, and he's got a display, and it shows you know how much he has to grade and how what angle and all this other stuff. It's all computerized. Oh, that is so cool. Wow. I want, I want that job. That'd be fun. Just for a day. Just for a day. I want to be like Dirty Jobs, Mike. We've got to work with our inspection guys. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think that'd be fun. Huh. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, this, yeah the, the, I can just see it now. Soccer moms driving off, taking wrong turns due yeah. to inaccurate GPS data. <laughs> I couldn't get there. My GPS didn't work. Yeah. Well, there's a thing called a map. Read it. Randy McNally. That's what my dad, my dad's hilarious. Randy McNally. That's what my dad says. He jokes around all the time. He will not get a GPS. He's like, yeah, do you want to use my GPS? He's like, nope, I got my GC- GPS. It's called the Randy McNally. <laughs> it's in the back. And if I ever need it, I just pull it out and it tells me where I need to go. Like, yeah, that's well. funny. So, uh, yeah, he's uh, a little old school. But anyway, yes, so if this does happen and the sun does come out of this, this is the thing. It's It it hasn't really been predicted to be in a low sunspot activity cycle, but uh, researchers are baffled because it just hasn't come back. So, Yeah, well, if they do come back, I mean, solar solar flares is basically energy coming off the sun. I mean, it can knock satellites out of orbit. Oh, yeah. You know, it could... It could it damages the space station. It can, you know, there's a, there's a lot of bad things that can happen. That's true. And we even know very little about the sun. Just that what we know now. Yeah. <laughs> so we don't know when it'll blow up. And when it does, I think we'll all know. I think we'll know. Yes. We'll have a <laughs> so, couple, couple seconds of warning. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, well. All right. Next up, Twitter hackers appear to be a Shiite group. The popular Michael Block. This is from CNN. Oh, that's Shiite? I thought it was shit. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Shiite. <laughs> oh, Shiite. From CNN, the popular microblogging site, Twitter was hacked briefly by a group calling itself the Iranian Cyber Army. 
but the site was quickly restored after the incident early Friday. Mm. Uh, those who access who tried to access Twitter were redirected to a site displaying a green flag and proclaiming in English, this site has been hacked by Iranian cyber army. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So those yeah. Siberian hackers. Damn it. I thought I thought all the hackers were in Russia. Well, Shiite. We got hacked. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, speaking of uh, hacking and stuff, uh, Facebook. This has been a constant problem. You and I have talked about this because <sighs> of what we do. I've seen more spyware and malware in the last two months than I've seen in the last two years. Yeah, it, it, it's ridiculous because all these people are getting on Facebook during the day at work playing games. No, forget work. Just doing it in general. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, according to this article from The Telegraph over in the UK, they're reporting about it. I really haven't seen much over here in the US about it. Uh, Facebook's new uh, 7.5 billion pound virus protection scheme. I think that's what that is. 7 point how many billion? 5 BN. Is that? B- BN billion? is billion. Billion, um, billion pounds. So times that. Virus take protection that times scheme. Two, that would be. 14, 14 or 15 billion. That, that that sounds way too. Who the hell sold them that contract? I don't know. I'd but like it, to get well, a piece of that. Facebook's 350 million unsuspecting users are to be offered protection from viruses in an unprecedented multi-billion pound deal to clamp down on cyber hacking. Okay, so that would be $5 for every user. Would it? Yeah. Well, uh, Three, 350 million. No, that's, that's 1.5... That'd be 1.5 billion. I'm doing the math here. Wait a minute. 350 Something, million right. users. So let's say the pound is two to one. <laughs> right. Okay. Which would be, but hell, let's just say 7.5 billion. Right. Seven, five, how many zeros is that? 7.5 billion. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, one more zero. Okay. Divided by. 350. Five. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six. That's twenty-one dollars and forty-two cents per user. Wow, there's no way they paid that much. Something's not right here. I don't know. That's what it's saying. Pounds, but we're talking pounds. Yeah. Which pounds are are going to be worth two, two pounds to a dollar? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it two dollars to a pound? Two dollars to a pound. Oh, still. Yeah, that's still a lot of money. I mean, in anyway. U.S. terms, but anyway, yeah. Uh, under the scheme, the McAfee is who it is. Security software mm-hmm. worth twenty two, yeah, twenty two fifty. Okay. Um, basically, what they're going to do is uh, software is going to be distributed to Facebook users in Britain, United States, Australia, Italy, Germany, the Netherlands, Spain, France, Canada, Mexico, and Brazil. Um, are they getting uh, this for free? Wait a minute. How, how much did I say it was? Twenty two fifty. Twenty two fifty per person yeah so the global deal which involves mcafee security software worth 22 dollars 22 50 pounds follows a right so yeah what the hell they're giving this stuff away they're giving mcafee though mcafee hasn't stopped this not the viruses that we've seen 7.5 billion dollars worth of v okay worth of free software so okay see i thought they spent 7.5 billion dollars on, no, no, on no. protection I'm they're like, giving it away okay so great they ta- struck great a de- tax write-off strategy yeah, they struck a deal with, with mcafee and to to distribute some, their software. To, yeah, some crappy product. The problem is is that we're seeing a lot of these antivirus packages are not stopping, not stopping the crap the stuff. that's coming from Facebook. No. I mean, you get these links, and, it, and I swear to God, people, listen, really, if you learn anything from this show, and I know the rest of it may suck, but, you know, if you... Pay attention. 
if you listen to anything, when you when you get on Facebook, that okay, that's fine. Um, is it recommended? No, but don't play the games. You get in the games. That's how the viruses are passed. Uh, Actually, see, I think a lot a lot of it's clicking on the links. Well, the ads see, on the a, side. If a box pops up and it looks like something that says it's scanning your PC and you're infected, do not click on it. Shut your computer down. Yes. Reboot. Turn and it off. Go away. Yes. Do not click on these boxes that pop up. Those are the most dangerous things you could do. And they usually because by clicking on it, you basically just installed the software. Exactly. You've given it the permission that it needed to install the software. Right. Even because you just said, scan, scan my PC now. Oh, my God, I'm infected. Go ahead. Yes. So, And if you do have IT personnel available. Call them. If you have any questions before you click on anything, get a hold of them and tell them to come look at it. They'd much rather you. Call them and bother them to come look at it than you infecting your PC yeah, and then I mean, they have to rebuild They'll make fun of you when they go back to their office, but at least you've protected, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've protected a network. I don't. I you know, understand. Uh, it, it is actually, you know, to be honest, it is very, it's, I can understand why people, some people would click on it. Mm-hmm. It's because very convincing. It, I've seen it. I mean, even the little symbols look like McAfee and semantic and the you thing know. that the thing, the, the most convincing one is when it pops up full screen and it looks like you're looking at your, your uh, windows Explorer and it shows your drives and everything else. Yeah. I've seen that before and thought it was real. Yeah, me too. I mean, the first time I saw it, I was like, holy cow, what is this? And I started mm-hmm. looking and I'm like, Ooh, wow. They called it the, I think the XP 360 virus mm-hmm. the first time and all this stuff. So anyway, just yeah, basically, be, you you should know how your computer acts, and if your computer yes. all of a sudden starts not acting normal, there's a problem. Yes. So, be careful out there. It's a tough world on the internet, but uh, I don't think McAfee's. I, I don't know. I don't think McAfee's product's going to fix it. I don't think so either. I, I think it, we've it heard may help. There may be a lot of people that don't have protection. You know? I always use protection. Well, there's a lot of people that don't evidently. <laughs> so. I, I don't click on things I don't know what they are. Yeah. So. Yeah, a lot of people don't know any better. That's true. I understand. And if it, if it's a pop up box, it's too good to be true, too good of a deal to be true. It is. It is. So, so anyway, there's okay. our there's our news for there's our free tip. Yeah. Take it for what it's worth. <laughs> there you go. So next up, cable freedom, aided by a mouse. Yeah. What is this all about? I didn't get a chance to look. This, at this. is uh, from the New York Times Mobile Edition. Welcome to our living room. Take a seat. Make yourself comfortable. Would you like to watch a movie or the new Family Guy episode? Oh, that over there. You want to know why there's a pile of gadgets and wires on the floor? My wife and I usually don't talk about that clutter. We actually refer to it as, as the gadget graveyard. Mostly we pretend it doesn't exist. Uh, and this story goes on and on. Um, basically, it talks about these people who gave up their cable. Mm-hmm. And they pretty much get all of their media over the Internet. Oh, wow. Which is becoming more and more. It's becoming easier to do. Well, yeah, because shows are now offered. NBC has Hulu. Right. Um, ABC has whatever they have. Yeah. Um, Netflix has movies. I mean, you've got YouTube. You've got, I mean, there's tons MTV. of stuff out there. Did you know, I heard MTV took the M out of TV. Hmm? I heard they took the music out of their. Really? Their name. Might, might want to look into that. Um, yeah, no kidding. There's another site called Crackle. Um, there's Hulu. There's um, Epics HD. I've got a bunch of these bookmarked. Oh, YouTube. Um, YouTube, Netflix. Yeah. So, I mean, there's tons of media online as long as you're a Fox. You know? Right. So, I mean, you want to watch uh, last night's episode of Family Guy? Just go to the station. You can watch it. That's true. Comcast. If you're a Comcast customer, you can go to Comcast.net and every channel that you get, pretty much every channel that you get uh, on your cable at home, you can watch the show's 
off the off the internet. Can you watch it live? No, no. Stream. But you can watch the stream. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if you missed your favorite episode and you forgot to DVR it, or mm. you don't know what a DVR is, and right. you watch, you know, last night's episode of Family Guy. Really, you won't need a DVR anymore. Uh, I think that's what it's coming to. You yeah. just need a computer. So all the time you spent investment into TiVo. <laughs> TiVos. Yeah, TiVos. Yeah, that's you have okay. multiple of them. That's okay. By the time they die. Huh. Yeah. Okay, no, that's right. pretty interesting, though. I mean, it's great. It's a great thing. I've been wondering for, for a long time. I mean, I'm sure they could have done this quite some time ago. I um, think bandwidth is too expensive back then. Well, bandwidth, and it's probably a big copyright licensing and all that garbage. But, yeah, I mean, when I went from a 3-meg DSL modem to a... 19 meg cable modem for basically the same price the bandwidth's there except we still can't get our stupid Ky- skype, skype to connection to work so it's ridiculous uh oh well we will we'll figure it out we're gonna figure it out it's my mission we'll figure it out yep so anyway cool do you have anything else i don't for this segment i actually uh, forgot to play our gun control clip i'm really bummed about that so uh, this is the gun con- gun control clip that I promised you after our Adam Woodall band break here. Uh, this is Chris Rock, and this is, uh, I like his idea of gun control. You know, it's not the people, the gun control thing, it's not the people who do the right thing or there's a problem. That's right. It's usually this is a classic clip. It's usually the people that that don't care, don't do the right thing. They're the ones that get in trouble with it. So anyway, here's a, here's a great, uh, here's Chris Rock's uh, thinking on gun control. Gun control, gotta get rid of the guns. Fuck that, I like guns. You got a gun, you don't have to work out. <laughs> I ain't working out. I ain't jogging. You got texts, I got texts. <laughs> you don't need no gun control. You know what you need? We need some bullet control. We need to make, we need to control the bullets. That's right. I think all bullets should cost five thousand dollars. <laughs> for a bullet. You know why? Because if a bullet costs five thousand dollars, there'll be no more innocent bystanders. <laughs> Chris Rock and Gun Control. Thank you, Chris. Very entertaining. That's true. If bullets cost five thousand dollars, you know whoever got shot must have really done something bad. (laughs) (laughs) So that is the truth. Uh, So anyway, that was uh, Chris Rock. Thank you. And uh, I guess we're going to move into our next music break. Cool. Uh, This one's a little different. I did. I did preview this. One. I preview all the songs every week, uh, but this one's by uh, a, a group called J. Okay, maybe a person, but um, 
but uh, we got a link in the show notes. And I know you remember the song back in the eighties, probably "Back to Life." Yeah. By um, who the hell was that by? Back to Life by Soul to Soul. Soul to Soul. Yeah. yeah. This is in here. Uh, but anyway, this is a uh, called "Back to Life" remix. So I think you'll hear a little references back to that in this song. So check cool. it out here on Man Fights Back.
yo soy hermosa. All right, there you go. J-O-K, Back to Life Remix. Here on Man Fights Back. I love the remixes. Nah, the remixes are cool. Mashups. Yeah, they're awesome. Mashups are cool. Um, I've always enjoyed the uh, always enjoyed the mashups. Um, let's see here. All right, uh, we need to go into music mashup trivia for this week. Uh, this one, I don't know. I think maybe you'll get them. We'll see. Right. Um, I'll so, try my hardest. All right. Uh, this is Music Mashup Trivia number 26. Here for you on Man Fights Back. Let's see. Uh, the object here is that we play these mashup clips, which are two songs put together, or two or more songs put together, to make up a, a new song, I guess you'd say. A remix. And um, <laughs> the object here is for Andrew and you to play along at home and to guess the artists who make up the clip. So we're going to start with song number one. Are you ready? Three, two, one, wake up! I created a monster, cause nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want shady, I'm chopped liver. Well, if you want shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor, some black. I gotta jump start my heart quicker than a shock. When I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor, when I'm not cooperating. When I'm rocking the table while he's operating. Ooh. What do you think, Andrew? Any ideas? Mm, I got one. You got one? Okay. Let's hear it again. I created a monster, cause nobody wants to see Marshall no more. They want shady, I'm chopped liver. Well, if you want shady, this is what I'll give you. A little bit of weed mixed with some hard liquor, some black. I gotta jumpstart my heart quicker than the shock. When I get shocked at the hospital by the doctor, when I'm not cooperating. When I'm rocking the table while he's operating. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, I believe that would be CB4 with Rapper's Delight. No. No. CB4. The, well, you're, 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 you're Rapper's good. Rapper's Delight. Sugar Hill. Not CB4. Oh, okay. And the other one? Uh, Eminem. All right. There you go. Very good. Very good. Let's move on to number two. Oh, so close. Who the hell's CB4 anyway? Daddy O, High C, Cool D. Oh, okay. Sugar Hill. Sorry. Sorry. I got the album. Get the vinyl. CB4 was a movie. It's a soundtrack. Chris Rock was in it. Anyway, here's your song number two. I know you know that. Oh. It's a keyboard. I can't remember who this is. Taking out the...
Alright. Alright. Garbage. Okay. I'm drawing a blank on the other one too. Um, the the it's online. They have the keyboard online. I know, I know, I know. I know who you're talking about. Um tick 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 tick. <laughs> Daft Punk. Daft Punk. Okay. Yeah, that's all right. Dang good it. job. I'll give it to you. What the hell? Do a good job. So there you go. There's a music mashup trivia. I feel like I've heard one time before. <laughs> I think you you might have. Um Anyway, that's music mashup trivia number 26. So, check it out. Play along with us at home. And, uh, I don't know. We'll have to start doing something a little different. Change it up. Do some, like, oldies clips or something. 80s. I love the 80s trivia. We should do something like that. That'd be good. I don't know. Maybe I'll mix it up. But anyway, thank you, Derek K. Miller. I've slept a lot since the 80s. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you, Derek K. Miller, for the use of your background music for our little episode. Uh, check out his website at www.penmachine.com. And we're going to move on to our No Agenda News Clip of the Week. This is from show number 172. This is uh, what I was talking about earlier in the episode about Bill Clinton. Um, We had some news coming up about Bill Clinton. And uh, Bill Clinton and George Bush have teamed up in the Clinton fundraiser or the Clinton um, foundation. Yeah. Yes. So this is some very interesting news. Uh, Hopefully you have – I mean, if you've donated – uh, hopefully this is wrong. Hope you got a receipt. And yeah, no kidding. So uh, anyway, these uh, John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry do a show every week. They do it twice a week on Thursdays and Sundays called No Agenda. You can check them out at noagendastream.com. Um, there's all kinds of other websites, but that'll get you there. Uh, check them out. It's a great show. I listen to it every show. And um, this is our way of this is our donation is to help promote their show. Yeah. And we may make a contribution later, but Anyway, uh, here we go. These kinds of documents that you keep digging up about, this is kind of disturbing. Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak. It's February 7, 2010. Time for your Gitmo Nation Media Assassination, Episode 172. This is No Agenda. Watching C-SPAN so you don't have to. And coming to you live from the minimum security containment cell, Crackpot Command Center in Gitmo Nation, West San Francisco, California, in the morning. I'm Adam Curry. And from northern Silicon Valley, where there's not a cloud in the sky, I'm John C. Dvorak. It's Craig Bottom Buzzkill in the morning. And the morning to you, my friend. Same to you. Uh, in the morning. In the morning. I, I think we need to open up a new topic since uh, this seems to be uh, a continuous movement. Shysters show up and take advantage of people's goodwill and generosity. <laughs> I love it. We Shysters. Cash. I know a lot of people want to send blankets or water. Just send your cash. Um, so we have a lot of. <laughs> he really uh, said that. I know. Actually, I'm amazed. I have spoken to more PhDs and professors in during the the lifetime of this show than in my lifetime. You know, I'm not I'm not a huge academic, but I get professors. I get really incredibly intelligent, interesting people who listen to this program are sharing it with others. Which, by the way, gosh, if you can't donate, please turn a couple people on to the show. I mean, growing our audience is always going to help. And we have a lot of people in the um, nonprofit sector listening as well. And I got this link, which just blew me away from the Better Business Bureau, BBB.org. It did a re- so it, it it also reviews charities. And it reviewed the William J. Clinton Foundation. And uh, this link will be in the show notes. This is everything that we discuss on No Agenda. Uh, it'll be on noagendashow.com. And uh, I, I just have to read some of the um, 
conclusions that they've made about the William J. Clinton Foundation. Now, again, the Clinton Bush uh, Haiti Fund dot org does not exist. The money that is being collected by this foundation is there is no foundation it goes into clinton's found a foundation and this uh, <clears throat> crazy texas thing that uh, george bush is a part of collectively they have a billion dollars in assets and they've got huge salaries so here's the uh, evaluation conclusions <clears throat> standard one oversight of operations and staff the foundation does not meet this standard because its board of directors does not, A, approve the organization's budget, B, receive information about the financial arrangements, C, have a voting member of the board who is assigned the responsibility of serving as the treasurer. In general, the board's treasurer helps provide independent oversight of the organization's finances. So fail one. Standard number two. Number of board members. Soliciting organizations shall have a board of directors with minimum of five voting members. The foundation does not meet this standard because the organization has three voting members. Standard number three. Hold on a second. This is the Clinton deal? This is the Clinton Foundation. Uh, there's Who more. Are the three? Well, I think it's Bill, Hillary, and... Uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. It's Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have that doc open. We'll find George. Go on. Standard three. Frequency and attendance of board meetings. An organization shall have a minimum of three evenly spaced meetings per year. The found, according to BBB, the foundation does not meet this standard because the board of directors held no board meetings in the last year. Standard four, compensated board members, not more than one or 10%, whichever is greater, directly or indirectly compensated persons serving as voting members of the board. Compensated members shall not serve as the board's chair or treasurer. The Better Bureau of Business says... The foundation does not meet this standard because the paid chief executive also serves as the chair of the board of directors. That would be Bill. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. <laughs> There's more to come. There's this more. is the Clinton Foundation this we're the, talking about? Yes, and this is the Better Bureau, Business Bureau. These guys, this is the guys you, you call when you want to check on doing business with somebody. Okay, go on. Standard number seven. Board approval of written report of effectiveness. Submit to the organization or the organization's governing body for its approval a written report that outlines the results of the aforementioned performance. BBB says the foundation does not meet this standard because it has not conducted an organizational effectiveness assessment in the past two years. Standard 16. Annual report. Have an annual report available to all on request that includes the organization's mission statement, a summary of the past year's program service accomplishments, a roster of the officers and board members of the board of directors, financial information that includes total income in the past fiscal year expenses in the same program, fundraising and administrative categories as in the financial statements and ending net assets. Better Bureau of Business says the foundation does not meet the standard because the most recent annual report did not include a roster of the board of the directors and end-of-year net assets. And standard 17, website disclosures. Include on any charity websites that solicit contributions the same information that is recommended for annual reports, as well as the mailing address of the charity and electronic access to the most recent IRS Form 990. BBB says the foundation does not meet this standard because the organization's website, clintonfoundation.org, does not include all of the recommended information for those charity websites that solicit for donations. Specifically, it does not include a roster of the board of directors. Mm. 
The William J. Clinton Foundation, however, I'm actually looking does at this meet document the remaining now. 13 standards for charity accountability. Would you say it's in line with what he's saying? So, yeah. Um, oh, he's right. He's spot fail? on. Wow. Well, it doesn't sound right. Uh, so what the are the way, 13 that they meet? Uh, I can look at them. Uh, by the way, total income for the past year, $132 million. Wow. They, wait a minute. They got, they, you see, this is what people were worried about in the Democrat Party about, about Hillary. And one of the reasons that it was probably okay for her to run, to not run for anything. Uh, uh, they were afraid, there's at least some people were afraid that if they put her in and they, somebody started looking, probing this, this, this sump fund or whatever you want to call it that, Bill has that it calls a foundation, and they're going to find a lot of Arab money, a quid pro quo crash, uh, cash that came in because he did somebody a favor. Probably a ton of money from Mark Rich, that that crooked guy who was uh, given a pardon at the very last minute, just before Clinton left office. Uh, and there's probably a lot of crazy money in there from you know, which is just 100 percent corrupt. I, I mean, I, Clinton is a poor boy from Arkansas, and now he's a you know a close to being a billionaire just because he was president something's wrong yeah and he's taking your money yeah and for haiti don't send us blankets send us cash yeah how nice is that there you go there's the clip yeah i actually went to uh <laughs> i went to the bbb and just typed in clinton and it was the first one that was on there and i was following along with him when he's reading this stuff i mean that's that's legit wow unbelievable and people are sending them their money there's no there's no tracking of where it's going. George George Bush Library. Wow. Has a B plus rating. Really? George Bush Library. Is that senior? Or the old man the old George Bush? George W or George uh, H? Just says George Bush Library. Hmm. George W is it George Herbert, Herbert Walker Walker? Bush. That's the older. That's the Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The business is not a BBB accredited business. Hmm. Interesting. That's the library. But anyway, wow. yeah, there's actually a lot of really good information on here. Yeah, I have to check it out. We'll have to, we'll have to look into some of the stuff. I don't know. Hmm. But I'm not going to send my money to Bill Clinton. I don't know who in the world in their right mind. I don't trust the guy, especially after all the shenanigans that he was pulling in the White House. Yeah. Um, if he's going to cheat on his wife, uh, hello, American people, he's going to cheat on you. That's right. So he will cheat you. Because he doesn't even know you. No, he doesn't give a shit. He doesn't care who you are. And uh, he appreciates the donation because it goes right into his pocket. Thank so you he very can much. show $132 million and they have nowhere to show where this money's gone. They have no way to show that it's helped anyone. So anyway, very interesting stuff. Check it out. Faux shizzle, bitch. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So anyway, uh, that's, uh, yeah, you'll hear that clip next week. <laughs> so... Oh, wow. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, we have another music break. Uh, this one's uh, by a band called 100 Year Picnic with uh, a song title, and this one's kind of interesting, called Hot Balloon. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, check it out here on Man Fights Back. Oh 
can't wait to tell us all about your ride. I'd like to see what burns inside your mind. Don't roll those eyes, you might go blind until you come down from off that high. You will never hear a word I say. You're floating away. Come back someday. Come back soon. Hot blood. Come back soon. Hot blood. All right, there you go. 100-Year Picnic with Hot Balloon here on Me and Fights Back. What did you think of that one? Not too bad. Not bad. Yeah. It's it's there. It's, it's you know, it's not not every song's like, you know, number one hit. But uh, they're good. It's good music. So anyway, we go on to Strange News. Here on Me and Fights Back. Um, doctor gave man two left feet. I hate it when this happens. Um, have you seen the story? No. Have you heard anything about it? Yeah. No. It didn't make the uh, national news, uh, you, know, you know, your big news networks. But uh, I did find it on uh, Strange News on uh, Innova.com. Uh, doctor gave man two left feet. A prosthetics expert, obviously not too good of one, uh, and who gave an elderly patient two left feet by fitting the wrong artificial limb has been struck off. Uh, Patrick Morrison was looking forward to walking properly again with a new prosthetic foot after his right limb had to be amputated. Mr. Morrison, 76, of uh, Bathgate, West Lothian, found himself leaning to one side but thought it was part of the breaking-in process. <laughs> <laughs> so he was devastated when he discovered that You're doing it wrong, Grandpa. Malcolm Griffiths had given him a second <laughs> left foot, reports the Daily Mirror. The grandfather only spotted the blunder five months on from the operation when wife Alexia, 75, removed the fake limbs prosthetic stock. Um, the fake, oh, I'm sorry, the fake limbs protective stock. Uh, to make matters worse, the specialist failed to notice the extraordinary gaffe during two separate checkups or that he had given him a size 8 instead of a size 9. <laughs> Mr. Morrison said, me and my wife got a big surprise. You just don't expect this kind of thing to happen. <laughs> so, anyway... Very, very interesting. I guess, uh, oh man, this is really bad. The pensioner's ordeal pensioner's ordeal began when he had to have his big toe amputated three years ago. The wound became infected with MRSA, and he oh, later geez. lost his right foot. Wow. Ouch. Unbelievable. So not only, not only did this poor guy lose get, his foot. <laughs> lose his foot. First, he lost his big toe. That That's devastating, first of all. The big toe of all toes. And then you lose your whole foot. 
And then this dumbass prosthetics doctor mm-hmm. gives you the wrong side, the wrong foot. That's pretty bad. And not only that, it's the wrong size. Not not to mention any. What had him? I gave him an exam a couple times too. And it, I gave him an exam and never caught it. Jeez. Wow! Somebody mm. needs to get fired. Well, news from the Philippines. The Uh-oh. Sinatra song often strikes a deadly chord. Ooh. Uh, after a day of barbering, Rodolfo Giorgio went to his neighborhood karaoke bar, still smelling of talcum powder. Pulling aside his glass of Red Horse Extra Strong beer, he grasped the microphone with self-assuredness and briefly, jeez, uh, who wrote this? Stilted the room <laughs> with the platters, My okay, with the song My Prayer. Next, he belted out Crowd Pleaser by Tom Jones and Engelbert Humperdinck. But Mr. Giorgio, age 63, witnessed a countless fistfights and occasional stabbings erupted from disputes over karaoke singing, did not dare choose one beloved classic, Frank Sinatra's version of My Way. Oh, my God. I used to like My Way, but after all the trouble, I stopped singing it. You can get killed. <laughs> Jesus. So basically people take the rendition of My Way very seriously in uh, the Philippines, and people have gotten killed for singing it badly. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. So It's a uh, subcategory, of, subcategory of crime dubbed the My Way Killings. <laughs> oh, my God. That's too funny. Whoever thought Sinatra would get you killed? Jeez. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, um, have you ever seen Aliens? An alien? The movie? No. An alien. An alien? No. Yes. No? No UFOs or anything else? Mm, no. Well, did you want to participate in helping to find aliens? UFOs? Sure. Now you can. As long as they're not going to be pissed if I find them. <laughs> um, now, SETI which is the search for extraterrestrial intelligence, uh, according to the Paranormal Daily News. Is it really daily? There's that much paranormal news? Um, SETI opens all data encoding to the public. Uh, The search for extraterrestrial intelligence um, just announced that is releasing all information to the public. SETIquest.org was launched on Wednesday to facilitate the release and help coordinate an army of citizen scientists to help search for anomalies in interstellar. Haven't they been uh, doing this patterns. the whole time? Isn't that what SETI is? I thought they were. Search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yes. Yes. SETI. Oh, yeah. So, but it's been a group of scientists, and it's been donation-based and grants, uh, okay. grants and all that well, kind of Well, they release that little thing you run on your computer to help process the... But that, I don't think, was taking research that they... Or data that they have and doing your own research. I gotcha. Okay. I think that was more just a processing power for their computers to process. Right. Distributed d- computing. Gajillions <clears throat> worth of space. Got it. Okay. So, anyway. But now um, you can get on there and uh, uh, look into your own uh, search for extraterrestrial aliens and help them in their research. So That's going to open up a can of worms. I'm thinking there's going to be some crazy... Stuff. It's like when Come Steve Fawcett's airplane went down, they had people looking for him on Google Earth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. They Actually, yeah, there were and people. And they found a bunch of airplanes that nobody even knew about. That's crazy. That so, is In that nuts. case, it kind of worked. Yeah. But, that is, that's kind of weird, isn't it? They mm-hmm. found a bunch of airplanes, but it wasn't him. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Amazing. Did um, they ever find him? I don't think they did, man. I think they found his wallet. 
They found his wallet. That dude disappeared. And they, I think they found parts of the plane. But they never did find him, I don't believe. So, yeah, he took off, man. He he did everything he needed. And uh, I think he's ready to disappear. Let's see if they ever found him. I don't think, I don't know. I don't think they did. Um. So, anyway. Okay, here it is. What? Uh, in 2008... So on 2000, September 3rd, 2007, he was reported missing. On September 29th, 2008, so a little over a year later, a hiker found Fawcett's identification cards in the Sierra Nevada Mountains in California, and the crash site was discovered a few days later. <clears throat> on November 3rd, 2008, tests concluded the two bones recovered about 750 feet from the crash site produced um, a match to Fawcett's DNA. Oh, really? Yes. So they did find bones? Yes. Hmm. Two bones. That's it? Yeah. Well, I guess animals and crap, but yeah, really? So. Wouldn't there be more than just two bones? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I still think it's I think it's fishy. I don't know. The uh, Boy Scout <laughs> just does not disappear. The Eagle Scout. The Eagle Scout. He was an Eagle Scout. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So. And a pilot. And, and a balloonist. Um, all sorts of record holders. And, yeah. Or records. I mean, that guy just, he can't die. He's, he's going to be like Elvis, man. He's going to come back. People are going to spot him. So anyway, huh. But now you can contribute to these uh, search. Sorry, we got off the topic here. But uh, you can help in SETI's research for UFO and uh, extraterrestrial. Uh, yeah. Life. Feeling oh, good? This, oh, this last one's mine, isn't it? Yes, it is. Oh, sorry. I forgot about this. From the New York Times dining and wine section. I get a lot of good stuff out of the New York Times. <laughs> um, <clears throat> using menu psychology to entice diners. Hmm. Chicken liver is what the restaurateur Danny Meyer calls a torpedo. Left to its own devices, it may be unappetizing and unpopular, but when paired with what he calls an enhancer, applewood smoked bacon, in the case of the chicken liver on the menu at Tabala, um... Indian fusion restaurant, it not only excites the taste buds, but it goes to work on the mind. So hmm. what they're finding out is, um, uh, Tabala or Tabla, Tabla, sorry, not Tabala, Tabla. is just one of the many restaurants around the country that are feverishly revising their menu. Um, they're doing it and they're kind of using trick words and a lot of places don't put prices on the menu or they'll just put like a number like nine mm-hmm. instead of seven ninety nine or whatever. Oh yeah. I've um, seen that. Let's see. More upscale restaurants, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they use menu menu engineers and consultants to so, try to get people to buy more. So they don't put on their chicken liver. They'll call it something else. Yeah, they give it a name, Torpedo. Hmm. So the Huddle House, the family dining chain with more than 400 restaurants in 17 states, is rolling out a test menu in 20 restaurants next week. The company has hired Greg Rapp, a menu engineer and consultant who holds menu boot camps for restaurants around the country. He's has, uh, he's been taking dollar signs off menus for 25 years. Interesting. Yeah. I've seen that actually. So there's a science to, to this stuff. Sullivan's steakhouse. Or is it Sullivan? They're not Sullivan's. Sullivan's uh, yeah. Sullivan's. Sullivan's does it. You know, a lot yeah. of them do. A lot yeah. of steakhouses do. They just have like, yeah, you'll see just, just because like they do nine. everything a la carte and you don't want to start adding this crap up in your head. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, what's going on? Your phone blowing up. It's just Facebook. Something just blow up. Oh, okay. It's Facebook. They're sending you some antivirus information. Probably. They can download the product. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. The whole menu psychology 
yeah, you mean you want to call stuff something that sounds good. So, yeah. but uh, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So it's all in a description. I mean, you eat with your eyes. That's true. Huh? Very interesting. But if it still tastes like crap, then obviously a lot of times people will <laughs> still eat it. it. Yeah. Well, that's true. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Man, this show's been going on for a while. Yeah, this has been a long one. I'm sorry, guys. Um, we just had a lot of stuff to get through. So it's been we've been busy and uh, trying to get through everything. But uh, anyway, all right, cool. Well, we'll just go ahead and get out of here. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. And hopefully you enjoyed the episode. I think we're kind of losing our steam. Um, tired. It's been a long day. Yeah. It's been a long week, and it's Wednesday. <laughs> so hump day. Hump day. Um, so anyway, all right, well, we're going to get out of here with our last song of the episode. And this again comes to you from musicalley.com. Check them out. You can find uh, links to all the artists that we play on here in our show notes and uh, go to their web pages direct. Um, this uh, last song's by Acetylene Hayes with Automatic. Here on Man Fights Back. You guys have a great rest of the week weekend whatever it may be we'll catch you next week see ya
Fizzle, bitch!